You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome back to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the 219th episode. It's been a little while since you heard from Bo, that's me, or Michael over there. Hi, Mike. Hello. Or Crofton over there. Hi, Crofton. Hey, hey. And uh, yeah, we've been a little busy with life stuff and had a hard time fitting this in. What with the confluence of me moving and Crofton, I guess, bringing another life into this world. And uh, I don't know what Mike was busy with. No, I've been, I've been ready. You guys. <laughs> it's been hectic. We haven't done a show since uh, June, not June, this June this month. Since April, I believe, is the last time we've done an episode. Um, to all you wonderful Patreon supporters, if you didn't get my message, we you know suspended the Patreon because we weren't producing content. So there's that that's happened. And it looked like, for all intents and purposes, that maybe we were pod fading somewhat. Uh, but we're back. Here we are. Except I also yeah. deleted a ton of stuff, which includes pretty much all my good, bad, or bullshit assets. I only got lucky and saved one project file, which contained enough to be able to record an episode. I think I have our intro music. I didn't even check that shit. Um, you know, but we're still <laughs> we're still pushing along. Uh, oh no, there is the intro music in the project file. Yeah, that's right. I'm good. So uh, crisis averted oh it's not yeah it's right here um yeah yeah i ha- also that also happened i deleted all of my music that i've made over the past decade and a half i deleted all the good bad or bullshit files all the exclamation mark stuff a bunch of other crap some stuff i don't even know yet if it's gone or not i fortunately stopped it before it destroyed everything it was but, interesting because I was I was there I think when it was happening and I thought I was going to witness Bo have a nervous breakdown on the spot. I was rushing. Was... <laughs> I was rushing to put the. I think it was we were doing GBB maybe or something, wasn't it? I was rushing to put we... some stuff together, and I accidentally deleted. It. Like I accidentally set queued everything up for deletion. You were like, I just emptied the what was it? Your recycling bin yeah, full of everything yeah. that was important to you. It was... Lesson learned. I need to be careful about emptying the recycling bin because sometimes I look at it and I'm like, even if there's one thing in there, I'll be like, oh, I'll just empty it. And so I was like, oh, it looks full. Let me just empty that and move on with my day. And I realized I not only deleted it, but I had emptied out my recycle bin. And recovering it, using the software to recover it, was a real hassle. And I didn't get back anything, really. Um, so it was bad. You should follow and, my rule of thumb, which is never empty the recycle which bin. Is, like, life Makes your goes computer on. purr like a kitten. Life goes on, and I've, I've, I've come around on it. But I'm not going to lie. I was, it was kind of like, I was kind of depressed, man. There, there's songs that I've made. I will never hear again that I do not have copies of that are gone. And that's sad. So I was yeah, depressed for a, a while, Yeah, on a lighter note, too. I had another kid. How about that, huh? <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, yeah, that's, huh? The, that's the opposite. From destruction to creation. Yeah, ultimate creation, pretty uh, much. Ultimate creation. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that was the main reason. Uh, that we haven't been doing shows. And I think that we've all sort of agreed that, you know, the weekly show we're not going to be able to sustain right now because we're all too busy. So we're going to be doing uh, shows every every two weeks. 
um, which is which is good and awesome. I think we you know we all really look forward to this. I, I definitely do and stuff. So I I've been missing it a lot and and wanting to get back. Just doing adult stuff and talking to adults. Like because I can't find any, I have to talk to kids and you guys. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I, it's it's going to be a nice refreshing change to uh, to get back on the horse here and do this. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. The the past two months of baby rearing, and my daughter Clara was born in mid-April, have been pretty crazy. Like, I, I I won't lie, the two kids thing is is pretty nuts. It, where it used to be like you could kind of pass the kid to the other one and be like, okay, I'm taking a break now. It's my turn. You know, it's my turn to do something and you to take care of kid. Now it's like the idea of a break is you take the other kid. Right. So like if baby's crying and driving you insane and you're like, I'm these baby problems are nuts here. You take baby. She won't shut up. And and then I get toddler and said, and toddler's so fun for a while, you know, creation and doing all sorts of drawing. And then toddler gets upset and it's like, oh, I'm sick of toddler. Give me baby back or whatever. So you're always you got one or the other. So it's it's pretty much no uh, very little to no personal time or if I do have personal time I have a baby sort of like strapped to me in this carrier and stuff so that doesn't yeah. sound like personal time well it's I can watch like a show or play a game or something <laughs> with the baby like on me or whatever so it's just I can't really podcast I honestly thought about it though at one point I'm like well maybe if I just like, was, like <laughs> yeah I remember standing. thinking that's not gonna go well I think you made a wise decision not to I've hired a babysitter to do this. Right now, there's a babysitter upstairs with my toddler. That's right. It'd be funny. Like It should work out that if, if things go awry and the babysitter can't handle it, that the babysitter come in and sub for you on the show while you take care of the kid and then swap back out. Who's that'd your babysitter? Be, that'd be really funny. Her name is Miranda. Super Miranda? Nice across the street. And uh, if I'd, I'd you know, be like, Miranda, I, look, I'll take I'll take Gwen for a while. She seems upset. Can you come da- go down and like... Right now we're discuss- we're discussing genocide. Um, could you, uh, you know, I- I'm going to say bad. That's my verdict. If you could just, you know, get that out there, that would be appreciated. <laughs> okay. She comes down. She's like, you know, Hitler had some good ideas. I'm like, oh shit, Miranda. <laughs> I-, <laughs> I don't think I can keep you on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Bo, new apartment, treating you well. Yes. Yeah, so the other thing that's a piece of GB news is. Um... I feel like Troff and having another kid is probably the biggest piece of news, actually. Yeah, you think? Yeah. yeah. But, sort you know, of. My problem you already is... have one. I mean, people have got kids every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people uh, also move into new apartments every day. but <laughs> That's true, um, too. No, uh, well, actually, people usually move into apartments on the month, though. Oh, uh, that's right. Usually the start of the month. But baby's born every day. Well, I moved into a place. So <laughs> in the past five years that I've been doing GBB from my place in Wellington, um, it's been I've been sweating to death when I do this. And I have to say, as a first recording of GBB, I'm in the cool, sweet air of the central air that y- your sexy ass has decided to put into this place. So I'm renting from Mike. That's the other part of this equation. I'm his landlord, so we're now engaged in a power dynamic. That's right. I can't wait. To see how that affects verdicts. Well, Bo, it sounds like you're spiraling to a verdict. I would just like to remind you that rent is due on the second. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a pretty easygoing landlord and happy to have Bo in one of my 
uh, apartments, and I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah, oh my god. Works dude, out. I, I, it's I, a symbiotic no, relationship. No right? idea how happy I was today. I, Which I, one of us is the parasite? I'm not. It's probably me, actually. Yeah, well, it depends how you look at it, right? Because capitalists don't view themselves as villains or negatives. Right? <laughs> don't view themselves. <laughs> I got news for them. Despite <laughs> their twirly mustaches and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, but no, I guess the, the parasite the part is the parasite's the one that benefits and doesn't give back, right? But you give back, so it's not a parasite. Yeah, I provide. Well, that's providing why it's a symbiotic. Service. It's I symbiotic. Have, I have a great bathtub. I've taken. I haven't taken a bath in the past like decade. And since getting here, I've had like six <laughs> Don't baths. Don't advertise that too widely. No, I've had showers. I just mean I haven't oh, taken okay. baths. Oh, yeah. and, and since I've been here, I'm just like, oh, I feel achy. My legs are just like really sore from doing physical activity. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I did some moving and I walked home from work a few times, which is, you know, I'm just like, oh, my legs, they feel sore. I'm going to sit in the bathtub and it's amazing. So... Kudos Welcome to back to baths, Bo. Wonderful. Uh, I'll tell you one brief, just because not not much new with me, but I'm doing like this giant landscaping job, and uh, Bo used to work in landscaping with me and my dad. But this will probably make him feel, feel achy again. I just got this. I'm getting this delivery of like you know the stone to do the interlock brick of the driveway, yeah. and it, it had an estimated weight. It was like estimated weight fifty six thousand pounds, and so like I move each one of oh those by God. hand. So no. <laughs> it's like I'm like man, I didn't realize. You're not you moving fifty thousand pounds of brick. Fifty-six thousand pounds of bricks are going to move by hand, and I'm like, so, oh, oh you can God. have a bath when you think about that. Oof. Oof. To make your arms ache less from the thought of me working hard. To be fair, people do that every day. That's true. Some people do. You guys sit on your ass though, yeah, but some people, people do work. People move stuff every day. Speaking of things we do <laughs> every day, uh, it does make me achy. We definitely don't draw a random topic every day. Oh, okay. I think well, about gonna... random shit every day, so that's good enough. Yeah, there you go. Well done. Uh, nice save, Mike. Well, we're going to start the random topic generator, and we're going to get yeah, going do it. finally on a topic after so, so long. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. See, when you guys wanted to buy all these at you know like an electronic random topic generator and i was like what if bo deletes all his assets we'd lose the random topic generator it's good we went with a you know actual machine yeah i'd say so yeah um so the topic today is something called cultural relativism sounds fancy <laughs> This is, this is where Bo checks out his brain and starts playing the game. Well, I'm going to need someone to explain it to me. Okay. It's actually simple. Um, it's just this notion... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you of, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's this notion of uh, judging one culture by the culture of another. Okay. So a very simple example is us here in the West, we tend to judge, say, the culture of the Middle East. You know, in Canada, we, there was our, our form, former government had this bill called something condemning barbaric cultural practices, and that's a clear example of cultural relativism, where you say their practices are barbaric because mm. you're you're judging them from the perspective of your culture, mm. and so what we're talking about is is that good? Okay, so is that bad? Yeah, or yeah no, that, so, okay. I want to know, but like this is one of those topics where right off, you know, like I mean, it's it seems like it's a everybody has a reference point so you're always basing your view on the world of the world based on that reference point my question to you mike is like how 
could this topic be like what is something that could be good about this topic like what is what how could this be good uh cultural relativism how yes. is it, how is cultural relativism good um yes. well i i guess it's more the i guess we're more saying like is it is it good practice to judge uh like i guess yeah you're right to say like but let, let's frame this in a certain way uh is it a good thing to should we be judging other cultures by our culture like say we're, we're again we're talking about us uh or should we never do that because of implicit bias of saying like you know we we might look on a different culture and it's foreign to us. We can't understand it, so we'll always think it's weird or different. And say like, but some people would say like like no, it's bad to do that. You shouldn't judge a culture by the standards of your culture. Mm. And so, I under, I understand why people would say that's bad. It's I get that. I, why? I would also say that it's that it might be good because if you make an argument, and this is just to set the stage here, and we can get into this, but you might make an argument that some things are just absolute, right? Or or moral moral absolutes and you can you can say if our culture or if you know culture generally is moving progressing in a certain way that like let's hope it's towards better stuff and that you can then look back say through history because this is also like looking back through history at other cultures and being like well that was barbaric and and some people might say yeah don't do that that's just how they were but you might say actually you know what that was worse that was worse this this culture that we live in has some better things and that we should be moving forward and it's okay to see other uh cultures as you know to use that term barbaric or uh you know no, or or, like... or bad and say like yes because we've made progress and we're in a better space so we should be doing that because we're learning from it so I don't know actually like, where I stand on this yet, but like requires I, correcting. The idea being, I think that it's like, you know, we should intervene. <laughs> I think that's where the question comes up with the first sure. world power is that we have the ability to to intervene or influence, or we try to. So should we? And I think some people, I guess, say like, stop, don't do that because it's you know it's a you're, well, you're on I'm, your high horse, right? Like, I mean, my knee jerk is like, again, and using this, like the Middle Eastern example, like, uh, like my knee jerk, uh, and this is of my own bias, is that I do judge that culture by my culture, which is a secular culture that's slowly striving towards equality, at least among the sexes and hopefully towards, you know, other uh, minority groups as well, that equality is something to strive for in Canada. And so I would say I do judge something like Saudi Arabia, where I think they might have just, give, give them credit, lifted the ban on women driving. So women were never allowed, aren't allowed to drive there. And I'm like, yeah, I would judge that from my culture and be like, I think women are equal to men. You know, that's my knee jerk. And then, but, you know, other people might say, like, who are you to judge that? That's, that's, that's the way their culture is. But right. I really feel, and again, this is a, I, it's wholly my bias, seeing it, that that's not right, that, I, that women are equal to men and you shouldn't have laws discriminating specifically against women. So that's a concrete example that exists in the world today. And there's lots of those. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, but, it, but it's yeah, easy like, to judge too, yeah, right? Yeah. The, the thing is, is, is that, um, and I, you know, I, I mentioned this quickly off the top of the show, but, but, um, the idea that everybody everywhere is going to have cultural relativism. You, you, you exist not in a vacuum, but as the product of whatever culture you were raised in, right? So sure. you're never going to be able to come, you know, completely de detach. So then it comes to, to what Bo and, and you were sort of saying about like, well, like, 
interference in these other cultures, you know, based on, you know, your principles and all this. And as the world is a group of all these different cultures and they intermingle and countries relate to one another and all that, like what is, you know, what are the limits that we should have on our, ourselves as a society with regards to getting involved with other people's problems that, that they might, you know, they might see um, completely differently. And I remember like this is just as an aside, when I was working at my job uh, at Aboriginal Affairs, we were doing like sort of a, a fire prevention camp campaign because there's a lot of fires in First Nations in Canada. Because, and, and one of the issues was that like, you know, everybody knows that Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bear, American like for kids only you can prevent forest fires, uh, sort of campaign, mm -hmm. and that's the type of ad campaigns that we generally do for you know most most canadians like you're like okay these are things you know have your smoke detector all the all these sort of things but but first nations have a different relationship with fire than the average canadian that did and so we were talking to them or giving them information not necessarily um like we were speaking to them through our lens and not necessarily through their lens right so once once we identified that we were able to sort of adapt a little bit and change, you know, change things accordingly. And for me, that would that ad, that allowed for a you know a better message. But in that case, it's fairly like we're all working together to try to stop fire issues and, and, and houses burning down and people dying and all this sort of stuff. When it comes to like international conflicts or people immigrating into another culture, and this is where it gets really sensitive because a lot of the conversations in Canada we have or in the States is about people from other countries coming over and choosing to, wanting to live in this country. Mm -hmm. And what are the, and they have certain, you know, cultural behaviors, religions, practices. And then, then they come to this country that has a different set uh, and, and how they mesh together, right? And that's where it gets really complicated. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a tough question, I guess, because you are centered as a person on on kind of what you know. Like it's very uncomfortable to be like, I don't know anything. Is murder bad? Is anything we think are is morally wrong actually wrong? It's like we have these codes of conduct for ourselves and for people, and we believe certain things. Like I think. You know, uh, I've read about the female genital mutilation and like, I think that's wholly wrong. And like, I know there's someone, there's someone in this world of billions of people who would say like, that's, that's right. That's the right thing to do. And, and I'm like, is that a bias? And I'm like, maybe, but I don't care because, <laughs> you know, I don't like it. I, I disagree with it. Like. There comes a certain point where it's like you admit, yes, I've got a bias or I was raised in a certain way, so I think a certain way. And that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. And it's it's sort of like, you know, where this is easy is where you feel like you can make, uh, you know, easy moral decisions about like what's right and what's wrong. And like, mm -hmm. and, and I think it's like when you, come, when you go around, you think about things like harm, like harm. And be like, okay, if you can, it seems pretty simple to convince 
anyone maybe that harming others is bad. I mean, there may be arguments that harming others is good. I don't know. It wouldn't be very convincing to a lot of people. And I think that most people could get behind that as a kind of general moral thing, which we should strive towards harm. Don't harm others, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there certainly are, um, uh, co- examples of cultures where they do harm people for like, I mean, you think of like, um, um, you know, and this is this is encompassed in cultural relativism, but looking at the past too, like say like you know like the Inca Empire or the Aztecs who like human sacrifice, and it's not just them. Lots of other ancient civilizations, human sacrifice was just a pretty commonplace thing. It was just something you did, and something's like on mass, like there'd be hundreds of people would be sacrificed if it's a particularly bad like drought year. It's how their worldview worked that you had to do this in order to change the world, but. Um, like, you know, and I can forgive stuff like maybe they didn't understand how, uh, you know, how weather patterns worked uh, or this and that things that we take a bit for granted. Now, I get that. But there's still the fact that it's like you're you're killing people in order to maybe have an outcome, one that you can never verify. I'm like, I think that's you can, you know, you're judging that cult. I'm judging that culture by one, the one I live in, where it's like, don't kill people to make it rain because yeah. It's a waste of it's not going to work and you're killing someone you know but that culture it was just that was part of it and it was like and a lot of others you know uh, early druids i think were big on the human sacrifice but to judge those cultures i'm like is that wrong to judge them like i mean i think it's forgivable because of lack of knowledge but i always wonder like well, how did these things happen you know how did these things start in many of these culture in many of these cultures and and to me like they start there, there's some root to them someone somewhere got the idea Fuck! It's not raining. Why don't I kill this person, and then and then maybe it'll rain. And then maybe they did kill that person, and then it did rain. And they're like, "Oh, I figured it out. That's how you make it rain." And, and you're like, "Okay, that's a you know maybe that person was like prominent, and then it became I don't know, enshrining culture and be like that's messed up. But at some point, there's a root to these things, and I don't know that that I think you can judge it. Um, not to make this even more complicated. But I would say that uh, if you look at what's going on in the United States right now, and this is all within the same, you know, overarching culture. We're not talking about, say, the United States and Mexico or the United States and like the Middle East. If you just look at what's going on in the United States, there's essentially two complete mind mindsets almost like, uh, it, you know, you have one. That is that is about you know maybe the the democratic one and the republican one and they they talk about these two Americas and and how they their priorities and the way they think the gun culture versus you know say gun control culture uh, pro you know pro life versus pro choice like all these all these sort of things um, and the way what happens is and where the conversation is at now is both sides have strengthen themselves to the point where they are like no my moral authority on these issues are is absolute and i you know there there's there's a pessimism about how these two sides will you know come together to form you know to form one country or to govern properly and they they go and they look for that common ground and 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 that's where you get up to those like well we can agree that harming people is bad or we can agree that like you you go you try to go go up to to where there's that that point of agreement but even within these cult you know within these existing countries there's all sorts of um 
you know, group groupings in in the case of the states, it's just completely polarized. And what I I guess what I find troubling about that is just from um, because I'd like to say like yes, there are some things that are absolutely wrong, and that like I know that they're absolutely wrong. Like when I hear about something like pedophilia or whatever, I'm just like that is a hundred percent wrong. If there was some sort of culture or group that endorsed that, I would be like entirely entirely against that and i think that that that's in you know like in that example like everybody can pretty much get behind it that i know but then you get you get further and further afield and there's you know eventually somebody who takes issue with it and you look at you look at this the states and you have people who are like now i know that gun ownership or having a gun and being able to protect your family that's 100 percent morally right you cannot convince me uh, otherwise, and I cannot see anything outside of uh, my bubble. And then you have on the other side somebody who is like, you know, I revile guns. I, you know, I feel like guns are there should be no guns in the world. Period. Um, and this and that. And uh, there should definitely be controls on on guns and all this sort of thing. So like you've got these these people that can no longer see. So at one point, it's always better to be able to at least see the other side right and that's what's dangerous about cultural cultural relativism is losing perspective of the humanity of the other side i think that's a pretty valid and 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 good point and and why this is sort of a messy topic because because uh because i mean yeah you you have to have understanding like earlier i was saying like i have sympathy for why you know, peoples of various peoples of the past don't know what we know now, and so their decision makings are based on completely different things. Uh, it's like, okay, yeah, it's forgivable. Like, if you don't have, we we are very privileged to live in an age of massive information. You know, but that in some ways makes it easier to get into something like, uh, you know, cultural relativism today amongst cultures, cultures within countries, and stuff like that. Is to be like, well, we all have access to information, um, and you know, there is. We talked about shaming one time in the show, and that there is a. I can't remember <laughs> what I said about, it, but you know, it's sort of like these groups are always trying to shame the others. These these different cultures, whether it be like gun and or, or like uh, you know uh, abortion rights or things like that, uh, because it's a powerful kind of social motivator. Though clear, I, I don't know that it works that well. But again, like like it's sort of like if you feel you've made progress. You know, and, and you see these other niches or holdouts that you don't feel have made that same progress, then, you know, you, you do kind of want to judge them and, and bring them along. And I don't know that that's to- wholly right. And I think it's I think it's easy to it's easier to do it when you look at, say, your own specific culture. Like, so for us, we're like white dudes who come from like the British Isles at some point or Europe generally uh, and be like, okay, so like in theory, we can judge that culture back through time, because that's the culture that which the one we live in now is 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 evolved out of. And I'd be like, okay, if I you know look back at the Middle Ages or something like that, to which my ancestors lived in, I'd be like, yeah, our culture is better than that one for lots of reasons. And I'm like, I I'm I forgive that that you know they didn't know what they didn't know. They, they didn't know what they didn't know and and that progress has been made and i don't judge it in that harsh way of like those idiots i mean progress takes time and, and it moves slowly but i feel like generally like where we are now compared to that 
same Western culture 500 years ago, we have made progress, and I would say it's better now than it was then. And I think also it's not to say that you're you're not speaking from the top of a mountain uh, because there's progress to be made, you know. And I and I and I think there's and there's room to grow. So I think that this whole like you judge other other cultures, and then you should be open, at least in my view, to judge yourself as well and be like, well, where are our shortfalls, and how do we keep moving? Whereas I feel like some there are some who just feel like this stuff is it's taboo to even talk about it. Like, you know, this is, uh, it's, it's like holy stuff, this culture. It's always been this way. This, this is why I'm, I'm not big on use of like tradition or it's always been that way or the, or custom because it keeps you kind of, it keeps you stuck in a hole. And sometimes that hole can not be a bad place, but oftentimes it is. And so I, I think it's like, you're in a safe place to judge your own culture back through history because you're from it, you're of it. Um, and I don't know that it precludes you from trying to understand that culture as well. Like I think that, I think that you can do both. I think that you can say something like like gun rights advocates, like you know, in a lot of ways. Like I hear some of their arguments. I'm like, yeah, I don't disagree with with lots of them actually, uh, but it's not where I stand. And I think that there are certain key things uh, that I think that that they're they're missing or that are missing in their lives generally, which maybe lead them to those conclusions. Uh, but I don't know, like, cause what's the alternative? You just, I mean, if, 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 if one side is you judge other cultures and hope to have either influence over them or persuade somehow to move in the direction which, which you feel is progress, well then what's the alternative? You just accept, you just accept that that's the way that culture is and that's it. Because then it's like they have then moral authority and, and that's not necessarily good either i mean there, there's a there's a real fear in in you know going back to the muslim example there's real fear uh in this country certainly in the united states uh, but in this country as well even among like like middle class educated liberals that i've worked with like in small l liberals who are actually quite terrified about things like sharia law and and being that and being that as people come into this country and because we're a democracy and people vote and if you lose a majority and and someone who if their culture has not been has not changed can say okay like let's vote in these laws based on archaic um religious doctrine uh you that would that could happen that is absolutely within the realm of possibility and i think so cultural relativism is to be like is to be like you know, we we live, these are Western values and uh, secular values, and we don't want your religious values to to filter into them. And so you either just, but if you just accept, and and again, this is a very difficult conversation that's happening in our country and a lot of Western countries. If you just accept and say, okay, no, you know, we have no judgment of your culture. Your culture, it's it's great, it's fine. There's zero judgment. Uh, you know, at some point, you might be pulled into the fold of that culture, maybe against your will. I mean that's certainly happened all throughout history as well that that cultures get eaten by other cultures and I think that you can say pretty concretely that some are better than others <laughs> better in terms of like is it fair is it more fair is it more equal are people happier is there justice uh in these cultures more or less or for all uh you know and, and so that's why I'm like this is a very muddy thing because I do like the idea of accepting people and and I'm not a xenophobe nor am I, I, I had, nor do I generally have fear of other cultures I spent lots of time in 
in a couple of Muslim countries, and I thought they were wonderful places. And I think that the, that the predominant view we have here of them is is flawed. Uh, but that's not to say that I'm like someone's, you know, that I wouldn't have fears about something like Sharia law taking hold in in this country. I like I don't want that. I'll be honest about that. And so I don't know. You're gonna judge that stuff, but I also think there's room for our current culture to grow too and to be better than it is. So. I, Mm. Yeah, um, you said a lot of really, <laughs> really good, intelligent things <laughs> about that. I'm still trying to wrap my head around. I find culture suspect to begin with, I suppose. And I realize that I think you basically articulated that. It's just, you know, that there's no perfect culture. So there's no one culture that can look upon another culture and sort of say, oh, I have all the answers. In fact, they all but benefit like, from the. Well, well, take an example that's concrete to to you because culture is like so. You you're a, a member of a, a a type of gaming community, right? And that's a culture. Sure. And and you're aware of probably other types of gaming communities to which you would not be interested mm-hmm. in. So again, like you know, take an example like that, or like the sort of some of the toxic sort of um and you guys know way more about this than i do but online cultures of certain games um that are anti-women i mean this is not across the board but you know there's niches of them and to be like do you judge those based on some of the positive communities that i know that you belong to bo uh would you be like yeah these ones are toxic and the one i have is in is, is inclusive or are you just like no you know that's all good for them like what's your view on stuff like that because that's the same kind of thing yeah i mean it's I get, I get where you're trying to go with this, just trying to make it something about my level, but I think the gaming culture is very... That's all part of the culture, I suppose. Like, the conversa- the fact that the, the conversation's being had and the anonymity of the internet. And, you know, this, like, firing from cover business. Um, like, you could look at this and not understand it by judging it from some, you know, your golfer's culture of people who go and golf and don't spend their time online but i mean yeah i it's i get what you're trying to say i i have a i have a question for both of you this is what i'm struggling with okay like have you either of you guys played civilization Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe a very early version well generally the way it works is that there's these sort of goals that you um you build up this culture right in the game and you have goals like you have like uh you know what what are the cultural artistic uh military like there's a set of winning conditions whatever that you set right Mm -hmm. so so that kind of the inference there is that like cultures are more advanced than one another like you have to advance past the other cultures in the game you know like to, to 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 hit that that like be the first one to develop, you know, space flight or, you know, whatever, whatever the goal, whatever the goals are. So like bringing it back to the real world, when you've got these countries, let's say like there's a, there's a a country or community that thinks about medical science in like a spiritual way or whatever. And you, and you coming from our country have actual medicines or have developed medicines that they have, you know, like that you're bringing to them that they would never have developed um, themselves because your culture is more advanced in terms of medical science, right? Like, and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, my cousin is dying 
and you could give him this needle and he'd be all right. But like, you know, spiritually, like whatever, we don't do that. Like needles are bad or whatever. Like, so he's going to die because that's, that's sort of our, our culture, even though it's infinitely preventable. Right. Uh, and, and then their view of death might be different and and all, all that sort of stuff as well. Maybe it's not as big a deal. Who knows? Right. So like, when when I play a game like Civilization, it's based on like essentially cultures being more or less advanced than one another. Like you win by being the most advanced, by being the best or whatever. And like I think that there is that mentality. People are like, okay, we're in the best or the most advanced culture because we're the top in all these fields or or we feel we are as compared to others and therefore we look down on on these other cultures and i understand that comes with problems for sure it comes with problems but does it not also like and come from a, a point of like well we have all this like mike you mentioned the internet we have all this information we know all this stuff you know you guys are think that this is a god that's made this guy sick. In fact, it's polio. You know, I don't know. Uh, so that's what I, that's what I'm having trouble with. It's like, it's like you know, the whole who knows we know best, don't we? Like yeah. somewhat, somewhat uh, on some of these things. And right? maybe like, I mean, you know, and, and it that is the the crux of this whole thing because there's also clear examples where this would happen. Like you know, and you mentioned like First Nations, and if you think about the history of that, that's a clear example of a culture. Western culture, uh, European culture, coming here and being like these people are, and they called them savages, and basically destroyed their culture. You know, uh, in many instances, outright slaughtered them, and then you know committed cultural genocide of one another because they thought their culture was so weak and barbaric that it must be right. And you know, and in, in this country, like policies of trying to destroy it by taking children out of the home and, ra- and raising them in, like, Catholic-run church. Like, you know, and these people... like So this is clearly the danger of this. Even when I was like, you know, I feel like you feel like you have this moral ground of, like, okay, we're not doing harm or whatever. And some people will, like, forgive these priests and stuff who were like, well, they they were really trying to help these First Nations kids, you know. They, were, they really thought they were trying to help them, but, of course, what they were doing was dis- destroying a culture and harming generations... And we still see that harm hugely today. So, like, you know, that's a pretty clear example of this thing going totally wrong. Uh, you know, to come in to a country and be like, these people don't know what's what. We'll show them what's what. And then all you do is fuck things up. It doesn't make it better. You haven't made them part of your culture because they're not. Uh, that's not how cultures evolve either. You can't do it forcibly. You can't come in and say, like, change. Well, you you're can. wrong. You know, like, it doesn't work. You, you can if you're, like... I mean, it, it's not a healthy thing or anything, but you know, with the crusades and stuff like that, like there that has... didn't work, Bo. Look how the Middle East is now. It's a it's a, it's a, a peaceful paradise, right? Because no, but he's right. There's, you there's can't a lot of do Christ- it. Like it's you can't just attempt be... no, but to do it. It doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. I well, think it's, you can sure, try to do like, it, and there's all these would... examples, but it it also is clear that it does not yeah, work. Let's say it well. doesn't work, but I'm sure the dictators and people who believe in it say it would work. It's just these people are heathens. The only way that it works is when you kill all of them and they're gone. 
and that's not working. <laughs> that's just yeah. being like, yeah. you know. That's a, that's a back of the box quote from Mike Hodgins right there. <laughs> the only way it works is if you kill them all and they're gone. Mike Hodgins. Well, then there's no one left to complain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, that's basically it. Like you can't, people are attached to their culture and that's not bad, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, and in some cases, it's very sure. easy to say from the comfort of your culture and the you know, self-esteem you have in yourself to say, no, no, they are wrong and they are bad, but like, you can't just go and tell them that. No one's going to say, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you changes, know, the way my parents brought me brought me up and the way my culture is, is wrong. I'll just abandon it. It doesn't work that way. That's not how human beings are. Yeah. And it's it's stronger than being just a cerebral thing too. Like it's also well, yeah, the habits. It's not, it's, it's it's the, the habits of thought of the group is part of the culture too and you can't just you know, if I could just change the fact that I smoke, then I'd do it. But you know, I'm, it's a habit. Like all habits, uh, they're difficult to change. Um, yeah. So cultural relativism is like, it feels like a phenomena. Well, it's something we all do. Right. Uh, so I guess we can rank it as good, bad, or bullshit. Well, I think again, let's rank, let's yeah. let's just just to be clear that we're saying if cultural mm. relativism is judging one culture by the culture. Of By another your own standards, so like, is it good or is it bad? Is it is that good or is that bad? Um, okay, want, I have yeah. thoughts. I think bring in the farm animal or what? Or do you have more to say? Um, no, I don't actually. Or we don't have farm animals anymore. They got no, no, here. farm animals are here. I had a project file. <laughs> I think I'm going to go first. <laughs> I really tried hard to pay attention to what Mike was saying, a lot of it. Um, but I like topics like this because it allows me to work on important aspects of the show. <laughs> While we do it, I got, got a bit of an overlay started. <laughs> For God's sake. It's supposed to be a conversation. It is supposed to be a conversation, but cultural rel- relativism, who boy. Um, I think on the fa- basic surface, if you're just being an idiot like me and you think about cultural relativism... It's just like, it sounds like bias. And it's like the knee-jerk reaction on bias is like, bias is bad. But you got to where you got to with your culture, probably building on not just bad foundations. Like, we came up with a lot of bad examples, but I like to think that our the idea of the law and of justice that we've tried to have here. Now, I know we, we've said bad on lawyers and stuff like that, but we have a cultural disposition for justice. And there's probably good in there as much as we could criticize and say bad things and spreading that kind of culture, you know, seems like a good thing. It's like, look, here's how we do it. And you guys should be doing it that way. So I'm judging your culture. Cause you guys just line people up in a firing squad and listen to some guy say, yeah, he's guilty. We think that's bad. I'm actually kind of okay with being biased and being kind of sitting on my high horse, expounding the things I believe into other cultures. So for that reason, I can't say it's bad, but I do get that we need to be sensitive when it comes to our judgments of other cultures. And I think Mike basically said everything pretty fucking awesome and left no room for the rest of us. Even if we did want to say something awesome because, (laughs) (laughs) because it was quite good. So I'm going to say that, um, cultural relativism is bullshit. Oh, I'm out of practice. I was too busy talking. There it is. Bullshit. Double bowl. Well, we got to use a lot of sounds because it's been a while since we've been back in the house. Yo, yo, yo. 
Uh, I guess I go next. Um, yeah, well, it's funny because uh, Bo, you you actually said it really succinctly, where you're just like, it just sounds like bias, and bias is bad. Uh, I mean, I guess there's a whole broader discussion: is is bias bad? I mean, but my knee jerk to that is it probably is, and, and no, it feels so easy to judge cultures by the by yours. It's like, yeah, mine's good. There's bad. That feels easy. That's clearly bias. And I think there's so many, you know, I think if cultures are going to change, they got to do it, you know, it has to happen from within. I don't think it can really happen from without. I think there's clear examples where that goes horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, but, the, you know, the difficulty here is that it's it's such um, uh it's it's I think it's extremely ingrained in hum, human beings to do this because not only like I was talking a lot about um, judging you know say say Islamic culture from 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 ours you know and I have some negative things to say about it well surely Islamic culture has a lot of negative things to say about my culture right that's those their biases this goes every different way it can go I think it's an aspect of humanity um, but. Uh, so, and but I do think there are moral absolutes. I'm having really a lot of hard difficulty with this verdict, but I I think that cultural relativism is bullshit. I have to land on there because yeah, there's part of me that really really wants to say that it's just that it's just a bad thing because it leads to also a lot of harm. But so do some cultures that exist do a lot of harm. So. And they could learn something from gentler, more peaceable societies. So, yeah, I think it has to land in the middle. Like, and it's it, this is a messy, messy topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talk. About, I was like, our first episode back. What are we gonna get? <laughs> like, like cultural a quagmire, like the freaking national on CBC right now. And I'm like, uh, I wasn't ready for this. It should have been like uh, speedos or or boxer brief. Yeah, exactly. All right, Crofton. That's <laughs> random. Crofton. Random's random. This is what we ended up with. Yes. Uh, I'm glad Mike ended where he ended, which is on, on bullshit. Because to me, this is one of those ones where my cultural relativism says that there's only one accurate verdict, and it is uh, it is bullshit. So I'm going to say bullshit as well. <laughs> And I think we, we name drop tons of situations like from the two Americas to the um, to the, uh, you know, I- Islam uh, and the Middle East to the Crusades to uh, what was the um, anyway, there's just a bunch of these situations, First Nations, where where it's clear that uh cultural cultural relativism is something that we can't turn off and that peoples have used in their decision-making throughout history. And so it's something that exists and will continue to exist as we, we talked about how nobody can get away from the environment that they're, they're raised in. So if it's going to exist and it's going to influence our decision-making is that are the decisions taken there? Yes, they're biased, but everyone has, has bias. There's no such thing as having no bias and bias is just being informed by what you know and what you've experienced and what you've been surrounded by. Right? So, you know, Mike's right, conversation for another time, but that doesn't make it necessarily bad for me. But the problem is you, you, all these decisions that we make, like some of them are good and some of them are bad. And uh, they're all based, like 
when dealing with other people and other humans from other cultures, uh, and they could be a culture of like your neighborhood has a culture or a gamers have a culture, or it could be a big, like as we spent most of our time talking about international cultures. Thing is, some of those decisions you make based on your background and your knowledge and your information will be great. Some of them will be bad. Some of them, you know, uh, will be not a big deal. Some of them will be huge deals. And because of that, and because of how messy it is, and because of the fact that we can't get away from it, I don't see how it could be anything other than bullshit. So I'm going to say cultural relativism is bullshit. Maybe another cat, because that's the only sound we're hearing today. Unanimous. It's the full spread. We're back with the unanimous verdict. Y'all. Oh, wait, it's not a full spread. It's a unanimous verdict. Full spread is the other Unanimous. Thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. And a rare bullshit verdict from Bo. It's oh, true. yeah. When Bo started, I was like, oh, man, it's, he's going to go good on this. I'm like, the way he was talking, <laughs> I'm like, oh, Bo's found no, the, the way the, to go The good. words uh, cultural uh, relativism sound bad, like, right off right <laughs> off the thing. Like, like, they I'm do. Like, it's, it's basically, whenever you accuse anyone of bias, there's, I don't think there's anyone out there It's like, you know, this bias is really good. It's really helping in this situation. Yeah, it's true. The description when it was pulled, and that was why I asked Mike about how it could be good right off because it felt negative. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Like when I heard the a words, bit like, right? It sounds like. A but majority. I mean, like it's like yeah. But even the bias, and not to open up another conversation, but like if you had a bias that you had goodwill towards people, and your bias was to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, I'd be like, that bias might be a good thing. You know, like that you're not yeah. judging anyone until you know them. You know, like, it, so I mean, it's there a are benign, it's a benign word and phenomena. Like, we look at bias and project that it's bad onto it, but Generally, really, bias just means well, you're predisposed to certain conclusions. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. and it does; it's neither good nor bad. Actually, it's just in, in our common everyday thing. We use it as a pejorative to imply sure. that someone's judgment is impaired or you know not, not sound. And it, so. it is funny how people throw that around. They're like, "You're biased." It's you're, like, well, yeah. <laughs> So is, so is everyone. So like, everyone. You know, it's like <laughs> you're breathing air. <laughs> yeah, you're a human being. Like, yeah, so are you, you bastard. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, well, I, awesome. Back. We're back on the horse, baby. Uh, so if you want to get on our horse, back on ours, you can email us and tell us what you think about bias. Just try not to write a too biased email. Um, tell us what you think about cultural relativism. Please email us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. Uh, there you can find, uh, you know, the goodbadbullshit.com part. You can find our website, our shows. You can find links to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and your favorite RSS reader, as well as follow us on Twitter at goodbadbull and Facebook. I don't know what the URL is there. Um, the other thing is uh, for our patrons, we have folks who support the, who help keep the server costs to an absolute minimum and um, just help support the show, show that they enjoy it and be part of our little good, bad, bullshit family. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash good, bad, bull. Um, I don't know if pledges are open quite yet, um, but we are going to reopen it for this month. As we took a little sabbatical, we also suspended temporarily taking any money because we're responsible, conscientious content creators for the record i wanted to take all your money yeah but um you know we put it on a brief pause and we'll be resuming it soon as we get back on the horse so if you want to help support the show it is monthly just a dollar a month will do um please or more do so uh at patreon.com slash good bad bull um give us money 
yeah so the <laughs> so um the last thing i was going to say was just we just to reiterate the programming change uh, we used to be a weekly show we are i think going to do bi-weekly unless we pick up the pace but we do still have you know crofton still has the little girls and um i don't know yeah they they didn't leave they're still uh, here I, I still have a hectic life uh, so i think we're gonna do the the bi-weekly but you know if we get time there might be an extra episode in there maybe we go back to weekly so um if you don't see something show up in your feed after this one for a little bit for two weeks uh, don't panic we will be back and um that's pretty much tell, it uh tell your friends so you can find me at bo schwartz on the internet if you're interested in throwing me your twitter follow you can find out what i'm up to i'll often post about those things there uh if our listeners want to find out more about you crofton where can they find you they can follow me on Twitter at Crofton Steers. And one if, word. <laughs> and if our listeners want to follow you or find out more about you, Mike, where can they find you? Uh, I'm technically on the Twitter at ML Hodgins, though, you know, I usually got better things to do than post tweets about my boring life, which you don't want to hear. So, you know, do yeah, whatever you want. You're moving 50,000 of, pounds of brick. It's that all relative, exciting. culturally. Culturally. Yes, it, it it is indeed. I feel like, <laughs> I like how you tried to make me relate to cultural relativism by talking about gamer stuff. I'm like, well, there's got to be some culture like, like the get fucking your, worst. Like, <laughs> all gamers agree, gamer culture is like terrible. <laughs> I was, and it, it's funny because I was about to, I was, I already had queued up in my mind the civilization thing. I'm like, I'll get bow with this. I'm like, yeah, it made a lot of sense. Except, except the only problem with the civilization analogy, if I can be critical, is that civilization is about winning the video yeah. game, but like real life, it's like we compete. But you know, well, no one's getting a domination victory. Those, it's just like, it's, but everybody, it's not but one that's to one. it. Like, eh? like there are people. People are playing. To like win. Hitler like tried I, to get a domination victory. And you see, it? <laughs> yeah, Trump, that Trump, out Trump is Trump is trying for like, he's, he's yeah, like um, yeah, but he's not winning. <laughs> Trump, is, Trump is like when your four year old loads up your save game and starts playing your video game. Like ruined. Yeah, yeah it's true. You're like, oh, what has he done? He's alienated all the other countries. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm at war with everyone, and nobody wants to trade with me. What the hell? It's like <laughs> it's like in Risk. It's like the U.S. is. It's like with Donald Trump. He's playing a big game of Risk, where he spent they, the U.S. spent all this time, kind of like building these allies, you know, massing up uh, like a giant. Uh, Reservoir, a huge army, but it's very friendly, has all these alliances, and is now just like, okay, now's the time. I got a big army, fuck all you in! And it's just like, that's, it's like, that's what's happening to Risk. It's the turn where it went from just building and let's be neighbors to like, let it all roll. And we'll see the all land. of that would have worked with the civilization reference. You didn't need to. I didn't play it. enough civilization. Did you play Civilization? I've played three Civilization games for a 
combined total of six hours. Yes, you don't mm. know anything about the game either. <laughs> what? Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.